Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today I'm joined with Graham Rowe, the co-founder and CEO at Guidepost, and he is over in South Africa. This is our, our second guest over in South Africa, uh, starting to learn a lot more about the uh, healthcare ecosystem over there, Graham, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to have you on today. Awesome, Jared. Great to be here. Thanks. I'd love if you could kick things off by giving the audience a quick overview of your background, and then we'll talk more about Guidepost. Yeah, I grew up in, in Cape Town, South Africa, um, kind of, I suppose, second or third biggest city in South Africa, Seaside. Um, grew up there, studied science at the University of Cape Town, so specialized in genetics, ended up doing a master's degree in genetics, and that's when I really got interested in personalized medicine, studying genetics and realizing that you can use that genetic data to personalize care for each individual. So I got really passionate and excited about this, but there wasn't really any opportunity to work in that field kind of in South Africa in the early 2000s. Um, so got into all kind of financial services, corporate jobs, using data to solve problems. And that was the, the kind of flame that I kept alive and then started Guidepost as a personalized medicine data-driven business that uses uh, healthcare data to create these personalized care journeys for every patient. So that's the kind of link from my background as a scientist through to founding Guidepost. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. I always like to, to hear that quick uh, two cents on your background. And then also we tie that in now to your company. So I, I always loved uh, hearing this, the speaker, Simon Sinek, talk about the three things people care the most about your company, right? Your why, how, what. So could you go through, it doesn't have to necessarily be in that order, but could you go through guideposts, uh, why, how, and what for, for us? Brilliant. So the why is really simple is there's 450 million people with diabetes all over the world and they're not getting nearly the healthcare results and the, and the quality of life that they could be getting. So, you know, roughly 6% of people with diabetes actually get the quality healthcare outcome that's possible, a long and healthy life. Um, we've got the drugs, we've got the devices, we've got the clinical protocols, but it doesn't come together in the real world. So over 90% of people with diabetes are not getting uh, the life that they need. And these are our own uncles, grandparents, sisters, brothers, these are people that we know. Everyone listening to this podcast knows someone in their circle with diabetes. And we've got to solve that problem. Um, it's an economic problem that costs globally, it's about a trillion dollars a year on the healthcare costs of those 450 million people. Um, and it causes, causes a lot of human suffering and, and pain that's unnecessary because we've got the technology to solve these problems and guideposts about bringing that together. So, so that's the kind of why. Um, the, the what we do is we connect each patient with their own personal coach who takes them through a personalized and bespoke and one-to-one -one care journey, right? So you're a person with diabetes, you'll meet your coach, in our case, mostly a professional nurse. And we've got the Guidepost uh, software platform underneath that brings in all the data, maps out the care pathway, and guides the process of these two human beings interacting to improve their diabetes. So um, the person with diabetes will then figure out okay, what are they what are the barriers that are preventing me actually being healthy the nurse will help them figure out the specific behaviors that they're going to adopt to change and then we'll in a very data-driven way iterate through that over a course of teleconsult so speaking to each other over zoom or over the phone um, and the platform the sort of the sort of what we actually do is we build software in the background we build systems we build networks so we've got over 100 nurses in our coaching network already we train those nurses up, we monitor the quality of what they deliver, we build the software that ingests the clinical data um, and all of the, the behavioral data of the patients and guides the care process. And then we deliver that at scale. So we've delivered it to kind of over 20,000 patients, which 
it might, you know, that's, that's a reasonable number in the South African context, but it's also tiny versus the hundreds of millions of people. Even in Africa, you know, we got our population in Africa is going to be over a billion people pretty soon. That population is going to age. There's going to be tens of tens of millions and eventually hundreds of millions of people with diabetes just in Africa alone uh, in, in, the, in the future decades to come. So we've got to come up with scalable solutions. And a lot of the solutions in the diabetes space, I mean, there are amazing scaled up solutions, but our, what we've experienced and seen in our business is people really need a human connection in order to make change in their behavior. So it's great to have an app if you're already motivated and you're already keen to change. But if you're older and you've had poor health for a while and you disengage from your condition, you need a human relationship to kind of kickstart that and keep you interested. So we kind of take the technology and use that to make the relationship really efficient and uh, move fast and be cost-effective. But the human part is very important that you've got to maintain that intimacy and that closeness so that the person stays motivated and excited and you can bring that human touch to every interaction. So that's that's kind of the, the what of, of Guidepost. So, so why loads of sick people, no good solutions at scale, you know, what we're doing, building the software and systems and nurse networks to support this and how we're doing it as we're getting into these one-to-one -one relationships with every patient and changing their health. And we're getting on average, uh, um, you know, for example, with our medical aid clients, uh, many of the patient codes, we get a 20% reduction in hospitalizations um, proved out across thousands of patients. So it really works when you actually engage people and take them on these carefully designed and technology enabled journeys. Thank you for sharing, Graham. And also, thank you for doing the recap at the end. I don't think anyone's ever done that, which is nice because, you know, <laughs> when you're going through a why, how, what, it's not an insignificant, like, explanation, right? Like, it's yeah. definitely, um, you can get into it. So it's nice that you just kind of highlighted it. I like that. I need to tell just, more people to do that. Buff, buff, buff. Yeah, you because you forget what you're saying when you talk too much too, right? So it's good to, for your own mind to just bring it back. Oh, yeah, you start anyway. counting in your head and like, oh, I just started talking <laughs> for this long. Okay, let me give a quick recap before we go on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for that. I, I yeah. have, uh, so what I always like to do too is I like to ask one or two things that are not necessarily specific to the business, but are specific to, to you being a thought leader in the space and you really understanding it. Um, better than most people that would actually just uh, that that maybe don't focus in on it all the time right so uh, you and I were talking a little bit about this before we started recording and this is not just necessarily um, specific to you just specific to the companies in the in the healthcare ecosystem but uh, can you talk us through the difficulty in getting the business model right to achieve product market fit in healthcare, and I guess in this situation, it's specifically for for South African healthcare, right? Is is what you're speaking on? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I, I think the the starting point is, you know, when you're an entrepreneur building a business in healthcare, a lot of the time you're going to focus on the technology or healthcare problems. So in diabetes, you might say, well, we need to get a certain level of clinical results. So we need to get our software working beautifully. We need to get the product design right. But that's actually a small part of the problem. Like that's just your ticket to the game. Once you've got a working clinical solution and working technology, you've then got to have a business model that customers actually want to buy. And, and it's deceptively uh, complicated, right? So, so like, if you just look at the diabetes problem from the top down, say, let me use a South African example. Our local currency is the South African Rand, but I'll translate it to dollars for the audience. So, um, you know, your typical South African uh, healthcare user in the, in the private insurance space, which is kind of similar to the US market in a way, um, their annual healthcare costs that are going to get paid out by their insurer um, is about 50,000 Rand, which is of the order of three or $4,000 per year. Right, so those are the costs that are flowing out, and a lot of those costs are unnecessary. It's driven by hospitalizations, uh, unnecessary strokes, heart attacks, etc. If you control uh, their health, 
and get 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 them sort of to a good clinical state, you can turn that you can reduce that three or four thousand dollars a year by ten or twenty percent. So now you're talking about saving five hundred to a thousand dollars per year. So at a at a naive level, you'd say, well, that's a no-brainer. That's really easy. You can deliver the product for a couple of hundred dollars, and you can save a thousand dollars. This thing is just going to fly, right? We're going to have hundreds of thousands of patients, but it's not quite as simple as that, because when you're when you're building a healthcare business like this, you've got to validate it first, right? So you, you, if you go to a healthcare insurer and you say, I'm going to save you $1,000 a year per patient, it's kind of, okay, cool. Let's run the experiment for two years on a couple of thousand patients, and then let's get the actuaries and the statisticians to validate that. So the one problem you've got with your business model is if you make a big claim like that, you better be ready to keep that business going for a couple of years until you get the validation and the proof that actually this thing, this thing works. And you're only going to get product market fit after that, right? So you're not going to walk into a boardroom and say, hey, we're going to save you $1,000 per patient per year and just get the whole thing get explosive growth immediately you're going to get okay we're interested let's do a trial for a year or two years or three years because in healthcare it takes time for that clinical status to change for those hospitalizations to come through so just as a healthcare entrepreneur when you when you're planning your business when you're raising funding when you're talking to customers when you tell, talking to your team about the business just be prepared for the fact that that product market fit and that business model proof is going to take years to come together, not weeks or months like it would in a in a more traditional like a software as a service business or or something that's more pure tech like an infrastructure play or whatever. So you know the other the other aspect of the business model problem is like it takes time for the customer for the results to emerge. So if you're like a chronic disease management business, and this is common to the states as well, you know, it the customer only gets the benefits of reduced hospitalization six months, twelve months down the line, and if they, that doesn't align to their budgeting cycle and the way that they are incentivized to run their business, you got to run into a lot of trouble. So at Guidepost, we focused actually more now on life insurers, although we've got a nice business with medical insurers, but life insurers tend to be more long-term oriented by the nature of their business. So we found quite a lot of traction there where we're managing the health of people with diabetes in a life insurance portfolio. And there you can have a conversation about the 10-year benefits because a life insurance actuary is used to thinking in 10 or 20 years. So you get that, that product market fit quicker. And so you've got to pick the right customer as well, where the time scale works for the customer. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems that non-healthcare entrepreneurs that want to come into the healthcare space, they start getting frustrated, right? Because it's much easier to get product market fit in some of these other spaces, as you mentioned. Um, healthcare is different. And also there's people's usually in some way or another, no matter what you're doing in healthcare, people's lives are at stake when you kind of follow the, the journey, right? So that's super interesting. Um, thank you for the, your thoughts on that. I, uh, I I really wanted to ask you that. I'm glad we were able to go through that. Last thing before we, we wrap yeah. up, uh, and you can just yeah. do this real quick. What's next for Guidepost? So we're scaling up in the health insurance space. That's a really exciting area for us. We've got uh, pilots running with some of the biggest uh, life insurers in South Africa. And what we're doing is proving that you can take a a book of life insurance policies and get hold of the people, identify the people with diabetes, get hold of them, improve their health, and then change. I mean, it's a pretty profound thing, change the likelihood of them staying alive over the course of the policy, which is amazing. It's a privilege to be able to do that work. So we're getting a lot of interest and excitement from, from the biggest and best life insurers in South Africa. Uh, we're busy rolling those pilots out at the moment, and we plan to scale that up to uh, tens of thousands of policies uh, over the next while. So really excited about that. And I think it's it's something that hasn't been done really successfully anywhere in the world. There's a lot of diabetes interventions in the medical insurance space, but in the life insurance space, something special. Uh, we've also got a partnership with Swiss Re as a reinsurer. 
uh, backing uh, some of the some of the work that we're doing there, which is really exciting. So we've got some great brands aligned around it. We've got the clinical proof. We're now we're showing how it's going to scale up in life insurance. So that's a really uh, exciting growth vector for us. And watch the space. We'll talk more about it hopefully on a future episode. Absolutely. Well, Graham, all the best uh, to, to you and the team. Super excited for what you're building. I look forward to having you back on and look forward to continuing to have uh, entrepreneurs like yourself from the uh, South Africa healthcare ecosystem come on and tell their stories. Because I think it's really interesting too for people in the States to kind of hear some of the differences and also what people are working on over there. Great. It was a, it was a pleasure. Great work you're doing. And thanks very much. Thank you.